can't get away. Come on, Seb. Young hearts. I'm free. Never be hung up. Hung up like my man and me. Dun, dun, dun. My man and me. Candy man Station. Is... Candy Station. What man she's singing about? I don't have no man to be singing about. <laughs> I want to know the man because you know what? There's something about the black girls back in the day. They were like, if I want to get a man, I'm going to write a song about him. Trust me, mm-hmm. the black girls did it back in the day. Mm-hmm. Write a song about a man. <laughs> I'm just like that. Who who sing the on that midnight train to Georgia, leaving on the midnight train? That is not in the that past. That is not. <laughs> was too much for the man. Uh, that's for my mother, because like, if I didn't know the words to that song, I would get beaten when I come home. Oh, days. Well, it is another week of the Lone Bronchies. And of course, Van isn't here because apparently she has mono. And you get mono from Kissing Boys. So I guess mm-hmm. she's not on the podcast this week. So it's only fair we bring the next Best thing since your mother's last boyfriend. It's Sebastian. Hello, Hello. baby. Hello. I feel like the Misha Williams of this boy band. (laughs) (laughs) It's like when Beyonce and Kelly can't come, you just send Michelle is fine. Send Michelle. Dad, get back, get better soon. I know, I know. I don't know what happened to you because last time I saw you were perfectly fine. I know. Mm. It's it's quite crazy because we all did the same we all did the same thing on Sunday. She just mm-hmm. clearly gonna go. But you know about we, uh. we didn't do the same thing because clearly when you went to bed on Sunday night, she was sneaking out your house and clapping. clearly because yeah. I because I was asleep, I was asleep <laughs> and ready. I was enjoying. Let me tell you something. While we while we're on the topic of sneaking out, um, that will be back um sometime this week. But until then, Sebastian, who is always. Always a great person to sit down with. We are going to discuss everything happening around the news, pop culture, and we're going to get into some Drag Race news because I saw a certain Drag Race U- UK star is saying that she's going to blame the edit for her downfall. Let's get into that scene a bit. But first, okay. welcome to the Labron Gaze. We are here for another week, another day, another time. Sebastian, it was a indeed a pleasure to see you. We were... <laughs> On the weekend in London from mm-hmm. Saturday and Sunday, and I and all the black gales around and the allies, we were at the UK Black Pride, which has now been known as the biggest black pride in the world. The things we love to see. Yeah, we love to see it because I'm not being funny. From humble beginnings mm-hmm. in ye old time, mm-hmm. when it used to be the day after Main Pride mm-hmm. and it was in Stockwell Gardens. Yeah. So it was nice to have an atmosphere mm-hmm. and it was just joyous and mm-hmm. celebratory. And yes, there were the traditional shady black gays that were standing That's on the side with their pierced lips. Ugh. Yes, there was the black gays that never say hello to you for the rest of the year, but managed to find you on Black Pride. Oops. Right? Was it just me? Oh, baby, okay. it wasn't just you. Okay, I cool. was in that category as well. I was like, what is this, baby? I'm like, because I obviously people by now, you know that I work in a gym. Mm-hmm. So obviously the black girls will be out here shaking their booties, mm-hmm. chasing after the white men in the gym. As they, they do. As they do. And they're not saying hello to me. I'm just like, I'm there just thinking, time to decolonize your pussy. And 
trying to pretend like I'm not judging anyone, but we we're not judging, but we're judging. Uh, but yeah, it was. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, Black Pride comes, and they're like, "Oh my god, how are you? It's so nice to see you out of the gym." I was just like, "Bitch, bitch, you pass me straight every other day, but no one, no you want to be my friend. No, mm-hmm. no. Yeah. Now, why the topic of Black Pride? And give it up to Lady Phil, who. I remember Sebastian when we used to go to Black Pride back in the day. We used to be we used to be in such a mess because we would literally have to go there the day after the main Pride, which of course we got messy, we got drunk, we had a good time. Mm-hmm. So for us to actually have go, co- like see it transform into this beautiful event, because yeah. Black Pride used to be back in soccer, it wasn't it wasn't. It was all right. It wasn't a big space. But we make do. The girls make do. Do you know what it was? Culturally, mm. it's what we call a shubbins, yeah? Mm. It's when you invite people around to your house. There's not mm. really enough space. People hanging at the walls. People yeah. hanging on the stairwells. People doing it in the bathrooms. That's what Black Pride was, basically, to Pride. Mm-hmm. It was, like, the secondary thing. And now it's become its own individual event with mm-hmm. its own merits and... I would love to see it. I also really like the fact that these new generation of black gays, especially the black gay men, no fucks given. Not one. To show out, batty out a door, legs out a door, titty out a door, in their right. fetish gear, giving mm. Megan Thee Stallion realness. Mm-hmm. I, I love to see it. Yeah. I lived. Yeah. I lived. Even I want to give it up to um to one of the girls who was with us. Batty was out the road walking through Westfield Stratford City like nobody's motherfucking business. <laughs> I know what? I have to admit, it is a moment for all of us black girls who we wasn't that proud before. I'm not gonna lie, we wasn't because we were always seen as, you know. The lesser, because you're not of the white crowd. Fact. I'm just saying it as it is. However, the girls now, they don't give a fuck. They're like, we are going to serve you cunts. Do you know what it is, right? It's because when both me and Nick came out, the time Mm -hmm. that we came out, it was a very clear separation Mm -hmm. between the black community and the black gay community. And if you came out, it wasn't a celebration thing. It was more like a death, yeah? Yeah. There was a few, yeah, you were disowned by your family or whatever, and you had to find your chosen family. However, now there's a time where your chosen family, your regular family can Mm. all be at Black Pride together, and I live for it. I like the fact that they not only don't, cater to whiteness in mm. black pride anymore for any reason whatsoever and it, which is lovely to see yeah it's also the fact that the allies that are there are there to support not just looking for dick mm. or looking for pussy because you know obviously it's an lgbtq event mm-hmm. and we get all kind of people looking for all kind of blackness yeah mm-hmm. so i'm saying it's it was nice to see and also babes do you realize that it's the first black pride that we both done when we were both sober right <laughs> Right, Sebastian. Who are we? <laughs> who are, now I know I was working, but usually I get. I usually I have a drink, but I actually oh. did, which is quite interesting. I actually I was saying to Dan the other night. I actually had two drinks, and it wasn't. And well, I mean two drinks. I mean like a a watered down rum and coke, <laughs> like watered down. I don't know why. I think one. I think one. The cues were too much to drink, and secondly, I just wasn't. I wanted to enjoy it. Because okay, cool. we haven't been in an event like that from since what twenty 
19? Yeah. Yeah. A long last time. Year, last year, like, it was Pride, but it was digital. It was, yeah. And obviously, two years of COVID. It's been a while. Yeah, yeah it's, it's been, been a while. while. Yeah. And I think it was so lovely, too. I feel like when... I feel like when you're in a space where everybody is just living to have a good time and, you know, it's, I mean, yes, they are the, the bitches that person their lips and with somebody else's man and all that drama. But, you know, it's nice to be in a space where you feel celebrated because I know for a fact when I go to prides like Pride in London and Pride in mm-hmm. Brighton, I, I don't feel the representation. So for this to have no. been a place for me and my friends and, I, and, and there was something about you well our group of friends yeah a lot of people didn't meet each other for the first time in a very long time yeah. and we just got together like that and it was it was like we know i don't know there's something about black folk when they meet other people they might meet you for the first time and some some people some people not all black people some mm-hmm. people just click like magic for example yeah. uh, like for example jess you never yes. met jess before yeah jess, yeah jess, but this is the thing, we are very picky, like, we are very picky about the people that we have around ourselves and mm-hmm. the energy that we give to other people. So mm-hmm. when we bring other people into the group, it's, mm. it's an easy fit because mm-hmm. everybody else knows that if you're coming into the group with one of us, then you've already been certified that you're a good person and you're having a good time. I was waiting yeah. for you at the door. You were checked by, <laughs> you were checked by Auntie Nick and Sebastian, honey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Yeah, okay, cool. So we we've been really positive and really nice about the event, but you know, Dad's not here, so one of us is gonna have to start the negativity. Well, I was gonna get into negativity. So let me tell you, let me tell you stories from the streets from this week. The story from the streets are indeed from Manchester, from from um UK Black Pride, and this is a shout out to the girls who. The girls who come up to the dance, come up to the place, come up in the space. Why you had to be twisting and turning up your fucking face and giving this and rocking it like a fucking turkey? Baby, nobody gives a fuck about you today, tomorrow, or yesterday. Just walk your way with, with your H&M dress. Stop hanging with other people, man, and just enjoy the event. The gays who only come there to... Baby, baby, this is not time to be stush. Rebel yes. in your blackness. Live in your yes. blackness. Your okay, queerness. Cool. Oh. So you started on me off, so let's go. So <laughs> there is there is a certain black community. It's selective few. I say that's a very nice way to put selective it. A selective few. few, yeah. <laughs> that may be on your social media. They may be on your Instagram timeline. And right came, now, right now, and they mm. came to Black Pride just to put on an outfit on, to put on one piece of lipstick, to cross their hair twice, and then to go out and show their legs. Um, babes, here's the thing. This is an event where you're here for your allies, you're here for your people, you're here to represent your book culture. So yeah, put on your pretty outfit and do what you yeah. need to do. But at the same time, but at the same time, when people are getting down with a get down, when the music is slapping, yeah, when Manilis is playing, you need to step out the way, yeah, because move I out the way, move out the way, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Baby, how are you going to show up on your Sunday best and just stand up when the music playing? Baby, we fight for this fucking space. Embrace it and go. Or don't come. Or well, well, just save that outfit for normal pride. Because right. it's doing the same job, isn't it? Yeah, you're doing the same job. You're standing up. You're looking pretty. You're representing your blackness. Yeah, cool. But we come to jam down because this is a house party. This is a family t- mm. thing. Yeah? So you leave your stushness at the door. Yeah. If you need to kick off your heels, you will still find them when you exactly. finish. 
one up your way. And please do not ever pretend like you, Miss Ring, can't drop your ass down and pick it up again because you did so to forget the other man that you were with that isn't yours. Okay, cool. Right? Okay. So you're gonna stand there. This is what this is what does annoy me. The second you got that tube at Stratford, you should have checked yourself at the door. I know where you were going. No, you were going. You come to the well, wrong it, event. It's that, yeah, it's that. And it's because we, you know, to, let me explain to people. In order to get to the event, you had to walk through Stratford Westfield. So we had to walk through East London in mm-hmm. the most populated part of East London on a Sunday. Yeah, mm-hmm. with all these straight people eyeing us up and looking mm-hmm. at us. Me and Nick and Dan were like walking down, and when some man comes, like, "Oh, where have all you people come from?" And I was like, "Brett Plyde, if you ever see this man run away." Yeah. <laughs> right. You know, in movies, when you just see the tracks and the person's gone, dust, dust, yeah, because this man dashed away from me, oh, and I'm just like, okay, cool, that's fine, yeah. So when you get to the event, the two things I want, I want to be able to jam down with my friends. I want to have mm-hmm. a good time. I want to see all the people that I haven't seen in a while because obviously Black Friday is the one Black Friday in the UK. So people come from the whole of the UK. Mm-hmm. So I saw people that I used to work with, people I live with in. Manchester, we were all having a good time. Like, I've met someone that I haven't seen in like five years. He told mm. me how he just adopted two children from Africa. I'm like, oh I, my remember, God. I remember you were telling me this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I and I was story. just like, oh my God, look at this. Uh, yeah. Look how far we have come that this man who I first met, mm-hmm. this is also very good for the podcast because I first met him in one of the sauna's that I talked about previously mm-hmm. when it, when we were both the very full DL. circle moments <laughs> when we were both very <laughs> DL and now here he is in Black Pride in the sunshine after just adopting two children from Africa I'm just like we have come so far let us celebrate yeah, we, yeah we've that come a long way yeah, let us celebrate with a drink that is worthy of black people because I don't see what these prices were about. Oh I... my god, right. The negative <laughs> right, right. Let's get let let's get into this tea, right? Let me let me tell right, it's time for let me let me tell you something. Let me tell you some black pride. Let me tell you some black pride. Not not the not the company, but the people that deal with the food and beverages. That side mm-hmm. of the drama. Baby, baby, baby. How are you going to be serving me jerk chicken and it's 15 pounds a bag? How am <laughs> I going to buy a rum and coke for 16.50 for a single? No. Let me tell you what happened no, to me. No, we're not doing yeah? this. Right. We're not doing this. I went to the bar. Yeah, the, I went to the bar. The bar is really busy. There's a new woman come to start serving the bar. So she goes, who was next? And I goes, me. And some other girl goes, me. And I thought, you know what? It's Black Pride. Let me be generous. Yeah. So I said to the woman. The somebody yet. Yeah. I said to the woman, <laughs> okay, cool. I just want a ginger beer. Get me my drink. And whatever that girl that just said me, whatever yeah. she wants, she can have as well. Yeah. So she gave her an order, a double Malibu. And something pineapple juice. Why did my order come for two drinks? You know, two drinks. One of them a double. Why did it come to twenty two pounds? Twenty two pounds. Twenty two pounds in this economy. Yeah, when people can't even put in their lights or electricity at home because the bills are too high. How are you charging twenty two pounds? I could have got a whole bottle. Yeah, of Malibu for twenty two pounds. Yeah. What the hell? Maybe yeah. I literally it... looked at the woman. I, I was just about to, I looked at the woman. I was saying, you are so lucky. You are so lucky. When, yeah. And she was like, oh, I'm really know. sorry. I didn't uh-uh. know. And I was just like, it's not about you. It's about the fact that this person has a cheek. Mm. The cheek. The audacity. Mm. Do you know what I mean? 
the audacity to mm. come here and it's event and charge black people in my face. Oh, the black Lord. on black crime as well. The black on black crime. My my thing was this. My thing was my negative bit of this was for pride, right? So I queue up for food because you know. I love I love tasting different culture. This is how it is. You know how it is when we go up. And sometimes you get the best kind of Caribbean food in the black places. Of course you do. So I got up and, you know, sat in the queue to get my food or whatever. Seb, I got to the front of the queue. The woman go, sorry, only cash only. The card machine just broke. I, was st- I stood in that queue for 26 minutes. 26 minutes. <laughs> you can imagine, right, how in my head I already killed you 17 times. <laughs> I was like, I had to call Dan. Dan, where are you? Do you have money? No. I was like, well, it's we're dead. <laughs> On that day, I ate a muffin that I found backstage in the media tent that they were giving oh, away for free. Okay, you think <laughs> this was swapping free stories? Let me tell you about my friends. Yeah, he went. Uh, he went and got roti. Yeah, right. And with the roti, they were serving um, fried banana and um, like rice and stuff like that. When mm-hmm. I say they were serving fried banana, I'm saying that they were serving fried banana, not green banana, not hard oh, food, not planting, not mad this. Took, mad the yellow banana that he got from the Sainsbury's bag at Friday. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not this. <laughs> and I was just not like, this. I'm sorry. <laughs> Who are you serving? And you know what? Yeah, the man looked me in my eyes, and I tell you to this day, yeah, I will tell you to this day that the only reason he had the audacity to do so is because my friend's boyfriend was white. How dare you, sir? Yeah, <laughs> how dare you come here at this event? Yeah, where black people are representing black pride and treat the ally as if he don't you don't know the <laughs> banana is not normal right banana. How you gonna take the piss like that so loudly as well? That's and it was, fucking pain. And again, it wasn't like the food was cheap either. <laughs> and a man had the audacity to be serving right. <laughs> like it was green banana. Like it was hard food. Like it was yard food. Like, I was just like, you are taking an absolute piss. Uh, <laughs> but, not but, mm-hmm. but, since mm-hmm. we're talking about taking an absolute piss, mm-hmm. yeah, um, I have to understand something, yeah? I have to understand how Someone who calls himself the Beyonce experience. Someone who calls himself the Mm. Beyonce experience doesn't seem to have experienced Mm -mm. any Beyonce in their life. Mm-mm. It doesn't seem to have experienced Beyonce when she was in Destiny Child. Mm-mm. It doesn't seem to experience Beyonce when she's been live and in tour. They don't seem to be able to experience Beyonce when she was on YouTube. They don't seem to be experiencing Beyonce as Mrs. Carter. And they definitely, Mm-mm. definitely haven't seen Beyonce when she was saying, you, you won't break my soul. Because my soul was broken when I saw you untucking <laughs> live and stage. <laughs> <laughs> Not the untuck, not the RuPaul's Drag Race untuck live. Listen, the yeah? Illusions Lounge. <laughs> Listen, if you are doing the Beyonce experience, you need to know that Beyonce knows Carter. Yeah, right. Beyonce mm. Giselle knows Carter to give her a full name. Yeah, comes on stage with free set of tights. Yeah, so she can give you a silhouette. Yeah, free, not one, not two, but free. Yes, and you can't even tuck once. An investment. Not one. 
and invest in some fucking good wig glue. Why be fixing the wig every two minutes? Listen, I don't care about the wig, yeah? The <laughs> wig, I don't care about the wig. You know why mm-hmm. I don't care about the wig? Because it was hot. Yeah, I give you grace yeah. and I allow you, yeah? yeah? Shimmy, shimmy, shake up your wig. Your wig is normally in a cold club, yeah? Mm. Cool, yeah? But yeah. in this day I hit, yeah? Why can <laughs> I see you air your balls for the world to see? Why? Uh, what experience are you giving me? Because you're giving me uh, Jay Z in a dress, not Beyonce. That's, that's a what man, you're giving Maury. me. <laughs> that was a man. Yeah. That was <laughs> a, a man, Maury. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not my friend again. Like, yes, clearly, bitch is the bottom, but that's not the problem. Yeah. The, no, the this problem. Is my, <laughs> my thing is this, right? How did you. How, I'm going to blame you. I'm going to blame your team. I'm going to blame whoever is your manager. Because they should have said to you, if you are going to give... Now, I am not saying... Like, I'm just going to say this very loudly. If I get cancelled, what is this? Now, I am no... You can't get cancelled. Tell the truth. Now, I am no... I am no seasoned performer on a stage. However... Sebastian and all my friends know mm-hmm. that when I perform, I perform. I could be dying. I could be sweaty. I could be... Ask Sebastian. I used to be dancing on stage and Sebastian would be like, Nick, drink this Red Bull. You need... <laughs> Give me more. And I will not stop. This is my thing, right? And I have been a dancer for most of my life. And when I give a performance, I embody who I, I always... If I know I am dancing a Beyonce song, I am embodying... Every single dancer I have seen or witnessed in either a Beyonce album, a CD, Coachella, everything. Because when Beyonce steps on a stage, it is Beyonce. If you're going to give me the experience of Beyonce, talk good. Make yourself look good. Beat your face better. The dancers must be in time. And secondly, lastly, sorry... If I wanted Beyonce on Sheen, I would have bought Beyonce on Sheen. Or, uh, or AliExpress. Don't be giving me this clan up paying three Beyonce. <laughs> was it, it, wasn't, it, it wasn't even AliExpress. It was Wish.com. It, That's what it was. She <laughs> gave me nothing. And you know what, girl? You, I, know what? I'm, I'm, you know what I feel? I feel really sorry because I've seen her and her dancers perform better. I feel like... Maybe there was a miscommunication. Mm. She didn't know that she was actually meant to perform. Maybe some of the backing dancers came down with COVID. Or maybe, mm-hmm. just maybe, because she performs at Black Pride so regularly uh-huh. that it's a regularly paying big. She's just become complacent about the fact yes. that she's always going to get money out of us yes. every single year. This is true. She hasn't leveled her pussy up. Yeah. And but, also, and, but and was, the reason why we know she hasn't leveled her pussy up because we saw her dick and her bollocks. Oh, God. You know, right? Now my thing is this, my thing is this, my thing is this. Even if you might not be getting the the the, the moves right or the choreo, fine. The people are still gonna love the music because we love Beyonce. So you we I think most of the people were dancing along because it was the music of Beyonce. You were just there to, you know, be there. But secondly, right, if you are holding a mic in your hand. And you are mimicking Beyonce and lip syncing. How the fuck are you missing your Mac? <laughs> How, baby, you don't have, even if, 
even if you don't have in-air, in-air speakers, that's fine. But you must know the song that you perform it because I know for a fact if I am going on a stage and I am singing a song by Beyonce, I might I might not know all the lyrics, but I'm missing my cue to move just mashed potatoes, carrots, mashed potatoes. Do Have you never seen what the girls do in Drag Race? They make up words to mimic, <laughs> to mimic the, the thing. The, I don't know, Sebastian. I just think, I just think we need either the real deal or not or nobody at all when it comes to Okay, cool. Thing. Yeah, we're not Beyonce. <laughs> this is the thing, right? Of all the times of the year for you to be crap, of all the years no. of years for you to be crap, this Mm-mm. was not the one. Because Mm-mm. Beyonce has the bitches in heat. Yeah? Right. Right? She has prepped us, yeah? Yes. She has prick-teased us for at least three months now, yeah? Mm. She has dropped single, she has dropped album, yeah? But she hasn't given you tour dates, she mm-hmm. hasn't given you tickets, and she hasn't given you videos, and she hasn't given you anything to look at or yeah. to mimic the dances of. Mm. So when you came on the stage, you already knew that you were fighting a losing battle, yeah? Yes. Because yeah. Beyonce had said, let no man come before me because I'm ready to go, yeah? Right? But you decided to step on the stage. Good for you. But yes. you needed to be on point. Yeah, like never what? ever before. <laughs> yeah. yeah, because every beat should have been hit. Every mark should have been done. I called myself the Michelle Williams of this here podcast, and you were the Michelle Williams of Black Pride because you're not <laughs> not even Michelle. You were the Farah. Yeah, <laughs> not at least at least Michelle these days would have got up her, her pussy up. Yeah, by shake her wig two times and get right back into step. Ah, yeah, yeah, but that, yeah, but that time when they were performing at one six on Park and she fell, <laughs> and just, Beyonce and Kay just kept on walking because no, my favorite thing about that, yeah, <laughs> see, see right here, this is what we're talking about, yeah, when Michelle Williams fell on ah. one six on Park. Beyonce did not even turn her head. Not even yeah? a move. Not even nothing. Didn't move her head. You know why? Because she knew that bitch would get right back up and get back into step. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Your dancers should have been channeling that same energy. Yeah, that's what we needed. And also, why 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 is your dance why is your dancer why is your dancers bare feet? Beyonce will never. Beyonce will never. <laughs> this is why I'm saying something happened, you know? Something like, happened. It is what happened. it is. It I is think, what it is. So whoever was like packing their bags or doing their makeup or something must have got run over at Stratford before they got to Black Pride. The best thing about the whole, <laughs> the best thing about the Beyonce experience was Megan the Stallion. Ain't that something? Ain't that something? Imagine, imagine the fake Megan give you a give your whole show a better run for the money than you, the actual performer. Girls, what you need to do, do we know is the go, name of the Megan? Do we know her name? Um, yes. Her name is Part-Time Model. She follows me on, on Instagram, actually. She recently followed me on Instagram. Let me tell you her name. She is... Dun, 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 dun. I'm literally looking for this while I speak to you. <laughs> well, Part-Time Model, yeah. A job well done. Yeah. Her, name is Chard- her, name is, her name is Chardonnay. Her name mm-hmm. is Chardonnay. Look, look, look at the bitch. Chardonnay. Yeah. Chardonnay, sip, sip, because you mm. were bagging. Yeah? Sip, sip. She, <laughs> yeah. she, she didn't even do much. All she did, walk out, hit her cue, and go. And we were, <laughs> and we, and we, we, we ate. We ate. In that 15 seconds of, of, of performance, we ate. Mm-hmm. You know why? Because <laughs> bitches were thirsty. Yeah. Yes. Right? And Chardonnay came and gave you something to Correct. drink. Correct. Yeah? yeah. Cool. She, she was like, here we go. 
but while we're on the topic of on the topic of, of of drag queens, let me let me give you the love moment of this week. So, okay. a little RuPaul drag race superstar has came out and spoken out and said that she is feels negative way about the show and she was edited in a way and it has impact her career. The RuPaul star in the spotlight this week is Anubis Finch, who is calling bullshit on the drag race skills and saying that she was edited in a bad way. Baby, that worked one time with Fifi. It would never work again. Okay, what season is this, bitch? This is season three. Okay, cool. Mm. Okay. The season three, girl. The season tr- But baby, you went home first. Okay, cool. This is a season three girl that did what? Okay. Baby, I forgot you was even on the show. That, right there. That's what I'm saying. How can you complain about a bad edit when people don't even remember you being on the Mm-mm. show? Eggs, yeah, you clearly are calling out to people to get some attention and using this to get some bookings. You know what you should have done, yeah? After mm-hmm. you left that show, you should have gone back to the streets and worked your pussy up, yeah? RuPaul's Drag Race is not a guaranteed stepping stone mm-hmm. that you will ne- next be the book person that gets the booking, the person gets the lineup, even if you win, yeah? Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter how many blue repeater badges you have, yeah? Doesn't mean that you're going to get paid. Doesn't mean you're going to get your checks. Tia Coffee was on my timeline this morning, yeah? Mm. And when she was on RuPaul's Drag Race, that bitch got dragged left, right, and centre. Yeah? And look at she now. She left, is right, a superstar. Center. Yeah? and But we all knew that Tia Coffee had something about her that was better than what she was on the show. Yeah. We don't expect you to come on the show and be a full, complete, mega package unless you are actually the winner. Yes. Yeah. If you are any of the girls that are running up, then you have time to develop your craft and to get better. But if all you are doing now, years later, is crying about how you had a bad edit on the show, who cares? Mm -mm. Yeah. Not being funny, nothing, love, but barely anybody watches it on reruns. Why are you chatting? Exactly. Keep your legs in your mouth closed. And, and also, be better. you are about to go on the UK season three world tour, right? A world tour. You st- you should count your blessings. You still made it to the tour. Some of the girls don't make it on the tour, you know, baby. Some of the girls don't make it on the tour. Have you not? <laughs> ha- have you never seen the X Factor back in the day? If you're in the top five or six, you make it on the tour. Listen, I'm just like you're getting as much props as you can do and Mm -hmm. no one really cares about your edit no one really cares about how you were past Mm. the season because the next season comes and we focus on that we're talking about the tuck on that the only time you're gonna we're gonna remind about your edit or look up you on youtube is when you bring it up why are you bringing it up for exactly there's always an all-stars somewhere in your future for you to reclaim the prize that's the time we bring up the fact that you had a bad edit when you're getting paid again for the next season and you're getting your paycheck mm. right now all you're doing is giving RuPaul yeah as much props and pr- promotion as he needs because all he's gonna do is look back at you and say mm, that's a cheap yes and a mm. bad wig and that's why you got dashed off my shirt like you haven't seen some of the girls that don't you, like they don't they don't they don't like let, be, before I go let me, let me just let me just like let me just be a little loud here a little loud here. 
how the fuck, right, would you come on a show like RuPaul's Drag Race when you have seen hundreds of seasons before? Because we know there's everyone everywhere. There's Thailand, mm-hmm. France. It's hundreds. Maybe mm-hmm. if you were edited in a bad way, I understand that. I, if you if you got death threats, it's it was it it. I I'm really sorry for that. However, sometimes it's best just not to not just don't because. You don't know who to listen to. And when word get because we know that a lot of girls, a lot of girls who got mouthy and then and nowhere to be seen. Cool. Also, yeah, let's be, also be realistic. Mm. If you are a black drag queen going on RuPaul's drag race, mm. and you expect that RuPaul's drag race fandom are gonna accept you to with welcome in arms and in the bosom of their body bodies then mm. you need to understand that at the same time we live in a world where majority of rupaul's drag race fans are white cis het gays yeah mm. which means there's just like uh, when we go out in the normal worldwide gay community it's not all sunshines and rainbows there's Mm-mm. a reason why we had to put a black and brown stripe in the pride flag for people to remind people that we exist mm-hmm. in this pride so you I get that it might be a harsh reality to come off the show and not seem to have the level of fame mm-hmm. that you think you should have had based on your appearance on the show, but Shea Coulee doesn't have it, yeah? Mm. All the other black drag queens that have mm. ever been on that show before you have all said, whether they've been English, American, Dutch, yeah, they've all said that there is a level of racism that comes in the fandom, mm. and the only way... The only way, since we're doing a lot of Beyonce today, what's the best revenge, people? Mm. Your paper. Correct. Yeah? Okay, Correct. cool. Tell the girls. Tell the girls. Tell the girls. Right, we need, we need to get out of here before before we run up, run up my, my light bill, because, you know, the economy. Cool. <laughs> the um, economy. Note, before we leave, if you had a couple of beeps during the recording of this podcast, that is Dan checking that we've actually recorded. Yeah. Because <laughs> Yeah, I know. I know he is the bitch. <laughs> well, it has been an absolute pleasure, as per usual, having you, Sebastian. I love when you're here. I feel. I feel like. I feel. I don't get me wrong. I love when Dan's here, but it's nice to have a different voice. Oh, thank you. <laughs> it's nice to have a woman. She's a uh, woman, baby. A whole woman. A my thing is like I love doing this side, but I also like being Aunt Seb when the problematic gays come out with their issues. <laughs> like the Battle of Lust. So Well you know what? You know what? I think I think if Madam isn't well before Friday, I guess it's She better week. fucking be because guess... she's got at least four workouts that I gave her to do this week. And I don't care what mana you monitoring, you better be in that gym, bitch. Okay. <laughs> you better tell somebody, tell somebody to act right. <laughs> All upon the show. Mm-hmm. Right, let's get out of here. Sebastian, where can people find you apart your fitness side and what you're doing in your personal life? So you can find me on the fitness side at 140% fitness on Instagram, and you can find my personal page at Seb Ed PT on Instagram on Seb Ed PT us. Seb and PT 140 on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Lovely. And is your podcast making a appearance soon? It is returning in two weeks' time. Lovely. Yeah, we have had a hiatus because this is probably what? the most you've heard me speak on this program because I have new teeth. <laughs> <laughs> I had an accident and then I got knocked off my bike, so I had yeah. to stop recording. 
Yeah. So yeah, we're back. Well, we're back. Lovely. Well, this has been the Lebron Gays for another week of absolute good times and celebrating all things blackness. We'll be back hopefully on Friday. If Dan isn't here, it'll be Sebastian in hot seat. I will be getting into all the fucking mess that you sent in. And if you're sending in stupid shit, we're not going to read it. Send us the good stuff. Yeah, tell us about you eating. Yeah. yeah somebody else eating come out your pussy. That'd yeah. Be nice again. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me a dad. Tell me a dad. Would, tell me a dad would leave, leave leave his wife for your best friend or something. Give me something to work with. Do mm-hmm. do come here with you. Oh well, I don't know. I don't know if I could suck dick, <laughs> bitch. Over with. Even better. <laughs> tell us. Tell us your stories from Black Pride. Yes. Yeah. Because you know the girl. You know the girls find a find a man and went home. Mm-hmm. You know. You know the girls went somewhere. You know if even it was in the back of a lorry, if it was back on the street. On a sub, you you know the girls. You know the there's, girls. There's a lot of alleyways on that walk back from Stratford. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of dark alleyways. A lot of corners everywhere. Okay, cool. Mm. Uh, right, we need to go. Well, we will see you soon. Thanks for coming on the Loud Brown Loud Brown Case podcast. I will see you later. Bye. Bye.